Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him today. Now, one of the things that I really enjoy uh, being in Korea are the fruits that I get to have. Uh, there are a lot of good fruits that I uh, enjoy being in Korea, so much more than uh, living in the States, and among which is this uh, strawberry. Uh, right now is a strawberry season. And then Korean strawberries are really big, and it's very sweet. A few days ago, a friend of ours came over for lunch and then brought a nice pack of strawberries. And, then, and because we had some others, we kept it in the refrigerator. But after some time, when we pulled it out, it kind of went bad, it spoiled. And so, we had to throw out most of it. Uh, have you had an experience like that? And then something that is so good, so precious, and you've been saving it for later on, and then became spoiled, and you cannot enjoy it at all. Well, today, and Jeremiah is speaking about God's message, how God is saying, you are like a spoiled, you know, people. And then he is giving a very strong message today. Let's think about that together. Jeremiah chapter 13, verses 1 through 14. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy a linen belt and put it around your waist, but do not let it touch water. So I bought a belt as the Lord directed and put it around my waist. Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time. Take the belt you bought and are wearing around your waist and go now to Pirath and hide it there in a crevice in the rocks. So I went and hid it at Pirath as the Lord told me. Many days later, the Lord said to me, go now to Pirath and get the belt I told you to hide there. So I went to Pirath and dug up the belt and took it from the place where I had hidden it. But now it was ruined and completely useless. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. In the same way, I will ruin the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. These wicked people who refuse to listen to my words, who follow the stubbornness of their hearts and go after other gods to serve and worship them, will be like this belt, completely useless. For as a belt is bond around the waist, so I bond all the people of Israel and all the people of Judah to me, declares the Lord, to be my people for my renown and praise and honor. But they have not listened. Say to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Every wineskin should be filled with wine. And if they say to you, don't we know that every wineskin should be filled with wine? Then tell them, this is what the Lord says. I am going to fill the drunkenness all who live in this land, including the kings who sit on David's throne, the priests, the prophets, and all those living in Jerusalem. I will smash them one against the other, 
parents and children alike, declares the Lord, I will allow no pity or mercy or compassion to keep me from destroying them. You're spoiled and you're good for nothing. And that's the message. And God is giving to Jeremiah to deliver to his people. Well, uh, it came about especially through an acted parable. God told Jeremiah, go to a shopping mall, a department store, and then buy a very, very nice linen. And then linen, and then they, you put around the waist, uh, like a very special outer coat or something that you put outside, almost like an ornament, and probably at the most expensive department store. And then God told him to wear it and then walk around so that people will say, wow, you have something beautiful outside. But then God told him, why don't you take uh, what you're wearing and people say, that's so pretty and nice, and then go all the way to Euphrates and then go far away. And then, you know, where the exiled people are, then you find a little rock and then between the rock, uh, a little spot and then hide it over there and then come back. And then after some time, God told him, why don't you go? Something that is hidden uh, in between the rocks, uh, underneath the rock, and then why don't you go find it and see? So he again went all the way to some parts in Euphrates and then looked for it and then he found it. And then guess what? The nice linen. And then it was displayed as uh, something that's showing to other people of, uh, oh, you know, something beautiful, you know, luxurious and nice thing. And he was totally spoiled and he was useless. And then God is giving the message. That's how you are. That's how you are. You are my people. I have chosen you for me. And then you bear my name, and then you are to bring praise, and you are to display glory, and then that's who you are. You are my treasure people. I displayed you, and then through you to display my glory. But then you became spoiled. You're good for nothing, and then you are not uh, of any use. And that's what God is saying. You are completely useless and then you are ruined. And that's what verse 7. And that's what we see in this passage. God telling Israel people, you are spoiled and you are good for nothing. Uh, why? Well, in other passages here in verse 10, this gives the reason why. These wicked people who refuse to listen to my words. And then these people who follow the stubbornness of their hearts. And then they go after other gods to serve and worship them. Will be like this belt, completely useless. You see, the cause why these people, God's people, save, redeem, 
preciously adopted and purchased by God to be people that display God's glory have become useless because of their stubborn heart, because they refuse to listen to God's word. Here, we see the reason why. You know, you and I need to pay attention to this. Are you somebody that takes God's word lightly and then listen to what God speaks to you carelessly and casually and then half-heartedly? You know what? If you do not pay attention to God's word, you could very easily lose the point of what God is asking, telling you to do. And if you just do whatever you want to, and then you end up not doing what God is asking you as God's people to do, you end up doing whatever you want and what God does not want, and then you are walking away from the place where God wants you to be. And that's the warning and the cause that God is giving right here. One more thing. As we're looking at this further section, and then it speaks about how God's judgment is going to come so clearly, and so that even in everyday setting, that you will see this. You know, even you know, after a wonderful day, or around the birthday or special day on the weekend, you may be uh, having a nice drink or having a nice meal, or you may be uh, having a celebration. But even on a very ordinary day celebration like that, what's going to happen is that God's judgment is going to come so clearly, so thoroughly, so that even the cup that you drink and celebrate with will be reminding, full of God's wrath that comes to you because of your everyday disobedience. Not only that, to so many things that's going to happen, you know, throughout the day, it will show God rebuking, reminding, but also bringing judgment upon your sin your wayward heart, your stubborn heart, and God's going to bring judgment to you because of your lack of disobedience. And that's what God is saying. You know, here, it ends with this words, I will allow no pity, nor mercy or compassion to keep me from destroying them. I will smash them one against another, father and son alike, declares the Lord. You see, our God is just God. He cannot not judge sin. And then he is patient and then waiting for you to repent. But do not think that God is not watching that you can cover up the sin because God doesn't really see clearly. No, God is waiting patiently so that you will come to a place of repentance. But then when God does bring judgment, it will be so thorough, so quick, so complete. And because God 
cannot not bring justice to sin and judgment if there is no repentance. I hope you will be reminded of the message of grace through the passage today. You and I, as God's people, are meant to display His praise, glory, His renown, and His name. I hope you and I will not become spoiled people. They will be good for nothing and will be under God's judgment. Lord, help us to live our lives before you in such a way that we will live obediently, paying attention to your word, and so that our lives will bear your glory, reflect your honor. In Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see